0: With last week's games in the books, it's time to place wagers for the upcoming week of sports. There's no better way of being a part of the game like Action 24 app,
1: the official sports booking site for the full Sport Press podcast. Get into the game right from your couch. It's pretty simple. Just download the Action 24-7 app, create your profile, and use code FSP100. That's code FSP100,
2: only the Action 24-7 app. Eligibility restriction applied. See action247.com for more details. Remember, game
0: responsibly for promotional use only. Everything paid for.
1: We did a lot for the wins Came in a drop on a 10 Now we on top top once again Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to
2: tighten the plan Yeah, I got it right in the end yeah. Now we on top top once again I don't want it if it ain't love If it ain't get it away from me who you gon' jack if it ain't us? Uh, L.A.B.B. to the bakery. Bank. Some niggas mad that I came up. Uh, I know my granny to pray
1: for me. Bank. It was just us in the vacancy. Bank. We had to get it from bank. A to B. The never felt like this. Two seats in the hills, how I felt right. Just blue sheets from now push listening
2: push. to the Full Sport Press
1: Podcast. Featuring hosts, Shea Hove, Chef, Weezy, and Coach Locke. Please enjoy the show.
0: Greetings and salutations. I would like to welcome everybody back. And some of you for the first time to the full sport press podcast, the premier sports podcast for the consummate sports fan. And this is your one stop shop for all sports related news and topics. I am Jay hope It's your boy, Big Jeff. Weezy's out on assignment. Shout out to Weezy. Coach like back in a bit and say what's up, Cal. What's
2: happening, fellas? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? How y'all boys doing?
0: Doing good, man. Doing good. Another episode, man. Another day. Mm-hmm. the other day closer to the vaccine man let's get hey, it hey right they, 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 they pumping
1: it they pumping it, pump it. Up, pump, it sure. pump it pump it pump it pump it pump, pump, it, pump it oh <laughs> the, oh the need the, the need oh the need are you already in line for the vaccine or are you just yes. wait for the note yeah for the come, on, listen, come on listen. man.
2: yeah but he's already in the queue you know how
0: to place that's what i'm saying i'm in the, in the queue, the queue right yeah. now <laughs> hey science Over social media professors all day. Give me the science. I mean, that's in it. Yeah, of course. Give me the science. Rolling with the science. Rolling on the side of science for sure. (laughs) 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 Episode 347, man. We're handing out preseason awards for the 2020 NBA season. FSP style. Always FSP
2: style. You better damn know it and you better damn believe it. Damn right, man.
0: Best of the week, coach. What you got?
2: Best of the week, man, if y'all don't mind, I have two of them, if you don't mind. My first one is Crystal Dangerfield, the 2020 WNBA Rookie of the Year, Jordan Brand. That's a big deal, you know, as a basketball player. That I'm sure that's a lot of people's dreams. So for her to get that, that's a huge deal. She also got it with Tia Cooper. And my other best of the week is shout out to Donovan Mitchell. He donated $12 million to Greenwich Country Day Middle School in Connecticut, where he and his sister – and his mother taught him and his sister went to school there. It'll be used for scholarships to allow children from all financial backgrounds to attend the school, financial aid for teachers, and a new gym at the school. So shout out to Donovan Mitchell, man. $12 million donation is huge.
0: Big deal, man. Shout out to Spider for sure. Jeff,
1: what you got? Best of the week, buddy. Another big boxing weekend. So we got two fights tomorrow night. Heavyweight champ, Anthony Joshua versus Kubrat Puliv. Should be a tough matchup for Joshua. It's on DAZN, so see how that plays out for him. And my guy, Shakir, Stu- uh, Shakir Stevens, excuse me, versus Taka Khan Clary. Say that three times. That's going to be on the SBN, though, coach. Get, this, get that one for free. Super featherweight 130-pound championship. So definitely tuned in. Let's
0: get it, man, for sure. My best of the week, man, is Vanderbilt women's basketball. They came out with the players and coaches. Standing united, and they will remain in the locker room during the national anthem throughout the entire season before games, man. So, shout out to Vanderbilt Women's Basketball. So, they're doing that uh, to stay in the locker room to commemorate the racial injustices that have been taking place over the United States for the past couple of years. So, shout out to Vanderbilt Women's Basketball. Shout out to women, period, man. Uh, you know, just the fact that women have only been able to vote since 1975 is nuts. Bro nuts no, just 75 that's not far that's not that long ago come on dog like yeah 75 ain't a long time man so shout out to that man i'll tell you what man what we do without our women coach what hey, do
2: we, do? we need them we need no,
0: them. most definitely most definitely worst of the week coach what you got
2: man worst of the week man It's grown stuff man so it's our ordered uh wash and dry it actually And it was supposed to be here in a couple of days, and they hit me up, send me emails saying, "Oh yeah, that washing dryer is not gonna be available for you till February." Why didn't you tell me that?
0: February? February? Like, like what? I mean, adulting, one on one. Hey, kids. I know kids listen. It's trash. Adulting is trash. trash. <laughs> Stay a
2: kid as long as you as long can as
0: possibly as long as you can. can. Oh God, woo. that's woo. That's terrible. Uh, worst of the week, Jeff. What you got?
1: I got two of them, man. Uh, we're gonna talk about one a little bit later in the FSP Man League. I feel like I was a contender this time. Made it to the AFC Championship, only for James. My quarterback is James Winston, of course. Shout out to A.B., man. He's in the Super Bowl again. You know, I don't know. But I thought it was going to be my turn. But, you know, whatever, man. That's my worst of the week. <laughs> Jeff, you
0: were there, dog. I'm telling you, down goes Frazier. And you were here, dog. <laughs> <laughs> down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier, man. That's a funny. We got to talk about that. Um, my worst of the week is Kyrie rapping. Um, I just hate Kyrie Irving. He dropped a snippet where he was rapping, like bars even though he was talking about Kobe and Gianna, rest in peace. Let's stick to the day job, my brother. Let's just stick to the day job. I want to curse you out. I hate you. Listen, I don't even be mad about Russell Westbrook no more. All my powers now are focused on Kyrie Irving. Jeff, you're in the clear until you say some shit for sure. I'll
1: take
2: it. Then make sure you check us out on iTunes, Facebook, IG, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, Beyond Pod, YouTube, and of course, the SoundCloud page to catch up on the full archive of past episodes of FSP. How do you do that? Just search Full Sport Press Podcast. When you get through doing that, make sure you check out the On Day TV Hip Hop Podcast with Animal Brown and Spike Glue every Wednesday. The latest issue is up, the Top 10 Albums of the Year episode. They got a good list, so y'all make sure y'all check that out. And if you even want to comment, let them know what your top albums of the year are. But make sure you check those guys out every Wednesday.
0: For sure. Real quick, what's everybody's no- favorite album of the year? Number one, just one album. Favorite? Yeah, this was the best album of 2020 for you, too. Okay,
1: best album is uh Benny the Butcher. Burn the Proof. Burn the Proof. Yeah. Okay. What you got, Coach?
2: I like Nas' album, man. I really like Nas' album.
0: Plus one, brother. King's Disease. Shout out yeah. to Nas, man.
1: It's like 1A, 1B for me, for them too. Sure.
0: No, for sure. And for them to not even have it in the top five, spoiler alert, is very disrespectful. <laughs> Let's move right along. Speaking of Animal Brown, it's me and my dog, Animal Brown. Fresher than your average podcast. A self-help fashion podcast directly related to improving everyday fashion. We have a new FTYA IG live show. FTYA Friday, man. Discuss the hottest releases of the past weekend. Pull up on us on the IG page directly for the culture. We got a full episode also as well on YouTube.com slash RealVille. Don't forget to wear your kicks, man. Cop responsibly. Also, Patreon. Don't forget to support the RealVille family, man. Full Sport Press, On-Date TV, fresher than your average, and much, much more. Be on the lookout for more episodes. They're up right now. Support the team, man. Support the real. Jeff, you have 10 good wrestling seconds.
1: Yes, yes I do. But first, this week's 10 good wrestling seconds is brought to you by Skill Wing Workouts. Make sure to follow them on all social media and Skill Wing, and don't forget to download the Skill Wing app to cover your training needs and receive alerts on the latest apparel drops and plenty of content to motivate and inspire. As always, help us, don't hurt us. All right, let's get to the squared circle. So last week, we talked about Steve, the 61-year-old, making his return to AEW, well, not his return, his debut, I should say, in AEW. Well, WWE decides to counter that with bringing back 55-year-old Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg is making his rounds on podcasts, ESPN, different media outlets, making his rounds, saying he wants a rematch with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Nah, we don't need this. We don't need this at all. I really wish he would just go away, but we're stuck with it. So here we go. So Goldberg is making his rounds. Also, SmackDown may be moving from Fox to Fox Sports 1, which is not that big of a surprise because of the ratings not being as where they want it to be. And with the investment that Fox made with WWE, they want to get as much return as they can. So maybe moving it to FS1 every Friday is going to help them out a little bit. So we'll see how that plays out. And make sure you check us out each and every Thursday. Shout out to my man Nick. His work schedule is killing me right now, but it's gonna be all right, Nick. We're gonna get through this. <laughs> 808s and chair shots each and every Thursday. Remember, you might not like wrestling, but your auntie loves it.
0: Show sure, man. Shout out to guys, man. It uh tweet Tweets with questions throughout the week at Full Sport Press. Don't forget to give us a comment, thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend.
2: And tell a friend
0: that the revolution will be podcasted. And before we get start the first half, Jeff, do you have a yellow box of Cheerios award recipient for the listeners?
1: Yes, sir. All right. This week's award recipient is Savannah Gators coach, Gerald Williams.
0: That's it for sure. Monday at the 2020 American Youth National Football Championship in Florida, Savannah Gators coach, Gerald Williams, slapped one of his players, a nine-year-old child, in the helmet. After yelling at his player, Williams struck him a second time with enough force that the child lost his balance and fell to the ground. According to the incident report, the child's mother declined to press charges against Williams. Williams was banned from the league following the incident and fired from his job as a counselor in the Cheatham County Sheriff's Office Detention Center. Williams issued an apology on Facebook Live saying, and I quote, I'm going to apologize for my actions about what took place but at the end of the day, I'm not gonna make any excuses for it. I did it, in quote. Williams now faces criminal charges. Quick question for you guys. What would happen if this
1: was your child? That video ends a whole different way. If That's my child. Uh, and I don't know how it ended with just him slapping the child a second time, because by the time the first one had went off, I have made my way to the field. But <laughs> that's neither here nor there. My goodness, man.
2: Like my fellow co-hosts, Jay Holmes likes to say he would have had to smell my cologne. Bro. There's no way possible that could happen and he don't smell my cologne. I'm sorry. And he's also been charged with child abuse, by the way. That just recently came out. But yeah, you can't do that. I'm sorry.
0: Mm-mm. No. No, for sure. Definitely okay. smelling my cologne. It's Miyaki. Mm. Yeah, I might bring back a little bit of uh, uh what's the old school joint that everybody used to wear? Cool, cool. cool, cool <laughs> water cologne. A little juke, hell, mm-hmm. I might bring back some Michael Jordan cologne. See you <laughs> That's that? my first cologne right there. That, right that Michael Jordan cologne, my first cologne.
1: That, that Copenhagen,
0: <laughs> Co- that royal Copenhagen dog. Hey, whatever. <laughs> oh shit, I needed that. Now, that was funny. That boy Copenhagen. Hey, boy. Right, we got to get that out to him. We're gonna have to send that to a drone because I think if anybody delivers that personally, yeah. It could be a situation. So we're going to send that one. to him in a drone, for sure. Yeah,
2: definitely <laughs> bad. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone,
0: yeah. That damn 2020 keeps on giving, man. You guys yeah. ready to get started the first half? Let's do it. Let's get it.
2: The
1: first half is underway. Full Sport Press.
0: First half, the hottest sports news of the past week, like we do each and every week here at the Full Sport Press podcast. Before we get started, I am J-Ho. It's
1: your boy, Big Jeff.
0: It's your man, Coach lot. Lock. Lock, where can they find you on social media, my brother?
2: They can find me on IG and in the Twitter world at lock underscore the underscore great. That's T-H-A. Get at me.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Jeff, what about you, brother? Jay Easley, 84 to 4, across all social media platforms. Did you get rid of the fake you? Yeah, he got him out of there. He's out of there. Yeah, Good. I searched him the other day. Got him out of there. Whatever, whatever he had going on, man, get him out.
0: Yeah, they got his ass out of there. I reported him in spam. I sure did. <laughs> and I'm Jay Hove on Instagram and Twitter. Have a conversation with me on twitter for sure wheezy is wheezy so shout out to wheezy <laughs> all right man let's start jeff you have the fsp playoff fantasy breakdown but first we have a sponsor since the playoffs started in the front row the best view in sports book your game day coverage pictures hype videos workout fitness training Many docu series and much much more. In the front row creates memories that last a lifetime. Contact Eric Pope the second on Instagram at first underscore black pope today. Shout out to In the Front Row,
1: man. Jeff, you are up. All right. Anybody that knows me knows I, I, I like my fantasy sports. You know, um, take it a little too serious sometimes. You know, but. Yeah, man. You know, this FSP league, man, it did me dirty this week, this year. So I didn't make the playoffs, guys. Didn't make it. Mm -hmm. Took an L. Shout out to DP. I know he's listening. Um he's in the consolation bracket just like I am but he kept me from making the playoffs so good shout out to him let's go on to happier news um, TB12 memory loss shout out to D Harris number one C. he beat AB last week for the right to be the number one seed and shout out to AB Kanye 2020 I'm sorry 2024 is the number two C. they both have bias this week in the quarterfinal matchup we got A Royale with the cheese shout out to MM Extra shout out to Twins 76 versus Vandelay International Reagan started paying attention and made the damn playoffs. In the other quarterfinal matchup, we got Now Watch God at nine, at nine and four. Shout out to Sean Ch- 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 Wash versus You Choose a Side at six and seven. Same record as me, but held the tiebreaker. Shout out to Weezy, made the playoffs. And he and Now Watch God are going in the quarterfinals. Wish everyone the best of luck. And that is your playoff. Whatever. Uh, who
0: you want to see win? Jeff, since you didn't win, who do I want to see win? Yeah. Sean Wash. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing Wash win for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Wash has been solid all year, nine and four. You know, yeah. respectable team. You know, Weezy is in my spot. You know, I'm yeah. going to hate to see that. And anybody but D. Harris. Anybody. Yeah. But- I knew you were going <laughs> to say
0: anybody <laughs> but D. Harris. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, boy, woo. Let's talk some NBA, man. On Thursday, the Los Angeles Clippers signed Pandemic P, way off P, Paul George, his real name, to a four-year $190 million contract extension following his first year with the franchise. And this comes after the Clippers decided to replace Doc Rivers with Tyron Lue as their new head coach. Is this a big deal, little deal, or no deal?
1: I mean, they have basically signed him through his prime, he wants to be a, he said he wants to be a Clipper, a lifelong Clipper. And it helps the Clippers out because they don't have to worry about he and Kawhi going into next season. So more power to him. You want the pandemic one? Have at it.
2: Couldn't have said it better, Jeff. It's a big deal for the Clippers because you lock him up for the next five years. Even though he hasn't been playing up to his potential, especially in the playoffs, in the crunch time. But let him tell it, he's back with his trainer when he had his MVP season. And the world is in trouble. Let him tell it. So this is a big deal, and it's good for the Clippers.
0: Sure, man. I would say a medium deal. The Clippers gave up so much with draft picks and SGA, so they had to get something back, especially if Kawhi Leonard decides that he wants to get a championship and go play with the Lakers. PG is heading into the most pressure he's ever felt in his entire life going into this season. He finished third in the MVP voting that year that you guys were talking about. You know, that was only two seasons ago, though. Hey, finishing top three in the MVP,
1: man. That's something you hey, that's something he's to, gotta say. He's gotta say it that way, though. Right. For he, sure. He can't, he can't say my MVP season. Because he didn't win MVP.
0: He didn't win it. He's a delusional man. There's a lot of delusion that goes on in the NBA. I'm sure we're gonna talk about that in the second half. But the clippers bet everything on the Paul George, Kawhi Leonard combination. And they just doubled down with this Paul George extension. If he's not in the top ten of the NBA, it's a failure for him alongside um, the Clippers and Balmer, But they have to figure out a way to keep Kawhi as well, because if you just have Pandemic P out there and him, Lou Will, and Pat Bell should be sinking
2: fast. It is fast. Now keep it with the NBA. Resting players has become a big thing in the NBA, and they've made some rules that will affect these strategies when it comes to certain games. NBA teams are now not permitted to rest healthy players during games broadcast on national TV or during road games when there are not unusual circumstances. The teams will be fined at least a hundred thousand dollars for breaking national TV protocol. Will this be good or bad for the NBA?
1: It's bad. I mean. Well, it's good for the players because this this season is going to be in warp speed games every other day and stuff like that. But for people like me who think about investing in league pass every year, knowing that I might, you know, come home and want to watch a league pass game and Kawhi's not playing as usual or or the pandemic one or something like that, it's like, hey, what's the point? I want my money back. So this might bite the league in the butt right here. With a condensed
0: schedule and COVID-19 running rampant, across the entire country, it's going to be more challenging than ever for teams to get through the season in one piece. So introducing a new measure, I don't think that helps players or the NBA or its fans. I think there'll be a, you know, a team or two that kind of the league will use as an example early in the season. But it's hard to imagine for them to kind of stick to those sort of fines becoming a regular occurrence. It's going to be too tough, man. You're going to have people out for 10, what is it, 10 days now when you have COVID. So, if it's true that these fines end up being uncommon, implementing them ahead of the season is super tone deaf by the league who's super apparent and aware of what's going on. So, I don't know how serious they're going to be about this, but they, at the end of the day, you're not going to have fans into those arenas until March, April, and probably by the playoffs. So, um, it's not really a big deal. And I think they're probably going a little too hard pause prior to what's going on in the world
2: today. Yeah, I don't think this is the right timing for this. If we were in the normal circumstances, then yeah, I get it. Because you do have a lot of plus, especially the high-profile plus that will sit out. The other thing is, how are you going to really decide if they're arresting or if they're just using them for workload? Penalties for misconduct games outside of national TV windows, like ESPN, TNT, and ABC, are less clear and might not be assessed.
1: Talk about Jay's guy. MC Flat Earther, young Kyrie Irving. So a week after Kyrie refused to fulfill his media engagements, he doesn't want to talk to the media, he got fined $25,000. So did the Nets. After being fined, Kyrie Kyrie took his favorite place, Instagram, said, I've had enough of someone else's propaganda, using a quote from the great Malcolm X. You see where Kyrie's going with this. He's going to make a stand here. So then after... (laughs) After that post goes viral and takes off, he then goes to his Insta story and says, I do not talk to pawns. My attention is worth more. Kyrie. And also, even after that, he goes on to even say even more in an Instagram post. I want the money to go to something worthwhile. Again, he's back on his Malcolm X, save the world kick. My goal this season is to let my work on on and off the court speak for itself Life hit us differently this year. It requires us to move differently. So this is the beginning of that change. Kyrie said he's not speaking to the media. His publicist, though, his publicist, says, does that mean he's not speaking to the media at all? He's looking to build relationships with certain people. What the hell is MC Flat Earth out here doing? Help me out, guys.
2: Bringing out one detention that he doesn't need to the Brooklyn Knicks. Come on, Kyrie. You don't have to get out here and say all that. If you don't want to talk to the media, that's fine. Go to your media. When they ask you a question, just say, pull a, pull a uh, Marshawn Lynch. I'm here so I won't get fined. Leave it at that. If you don't want to really talk to him, just go up there and don't talk to him. But you can't come out and say, I'm not going to talk to the media the whole year, knowing you're going to get fined, and then call people pawns. That's so disrespectful.
0: Yeah, Kyrie signed a contractual agreement comes along with your contract as an NBA player. You pay $33 million a year. And I'm just gonna be honest with you. No one really is upset about this because no one likes talking to Kyrie anyway. It's like talking to a damn wall anyway. It's terrible. I think he's immature. I think he's selfish. I think people have a hard time dealing with him. And I think people realize that Kyrie just wants people to run his race. Used to people kissing his ass. It's been like that ever since he was at Duke. I just, I'm ready for him to shut up. And they haven't played a game together, him and KD. Um, they said that he's he going to be the second coach on the team. He hadn't coached a game in his life. I can hardly wait to hear what he doesn't have to say. Like, I don't need you rapping. I don't need to read your Instagram posts. Hey, Jeff, the gift that keeps on giving, your guys, man. That's your man. That's
1: your man. I know. And that's the part that bothers me so much. He's, he's, because, Okay, I'm not going to stay on this too long. His heart is in the right place. What? He's trying. I can't defend this. Right, Thank, never you. Mind. Thank
2: I, you, Jeff. Thank you. It. Thank I, you. I, you tried. I, you was about to I, try. I was
1: about to go there, but you, you was, yeah. nah, I got to keep no. my integrity. Yeah. Yeah, keep your integrity, dog. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Thank yeah. you, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Let's just move on to halftime. Yeah, let's do that. Let's All do right. it. We're at the midway point.
2: Enjoy all of the halftime festivities.
0: Halftime, in case you missed it. Now, halftime is sponsored by In the Front Row, the best view in sports. Book your game day coverage, pictures, hype videos, workouts, fitness training, mini docuseries, and much, much more. In the Front Row creates memories that last a lifetime. Contact Eric Pope II on Instagram at first underscore black pope today. In case you missed it, guys, UCLA signs with Jordan Brand. Now, the UCLA Bruins have partnered with Nike and Jordan Brand for an apparel deal after UCLA's previous athletic comp, uh, company partner, Under Armour. We talked about it, Jeff. The money got dry, pulled out their deal with their university earlier this summer. Now, Former UCLA players Russell Westbrook and Kevin Love helped secure the partnership. The deal makes UCLA the only Pac-12 conference team to wear the brand and only one of five schools in the nation are wear it for three sports. Nike will supply the school's 22 other varsity sports programs with uniforms, apparel, equipment, and footwear, but the football and basketball programs get the specific Jumpman Jordan gear. The deal also agrees to student athlete development programs, two summer internships each year for UCLA students, and an annual host selected from students for an educational experience. The deal is expected to go into effect on July the 1st.
1: This is a big deal, little deal, or no deal. And so UCLA is one of the most successful college basketball uh, programs in, 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 the, in the country. Then the, the football teams, borderline, most years, you know. So this is a good look for the Jordan brand. This further legit, legitimizes them to me. So I think it's a good look, big deal.
2: Yeah, this is definitely a big deal, especially with them being the only Pac-12 school at the Jordan brand. That's going to be an extra
1: recruiting tool.
2: You know, it's funny as far as football, but because now they can compete with the Oregon's who has the Nike deal. So it gives them a little chips to come to the table to say, yeah, we know Oregon gets all the fresh things in Nike, but now we're going to get those play edition Jordans, you can say. And then it's a big deal. I like that they're going to get the two internships for uh for the athletes. That's good for anybody that knows that college sports is the end of the road for them, but they want to look to get in maybe the sports market or something else. So that's a big deal for that.
0: Sure, man. Huge deal. Like Coach mentioned, the only West Coast team with Jordan Brand, huge, man. I saw what they did directly with Florida. Everything that we post has the Jumpman logo on it. So this will help recruiting immediately. It did so much for us. We're top five in recruiting going into 2021. Um, And 2022, we're number one. And a lot of that has to do with us, you know, having so much Jordan paraphernalia and all this cool stuff, man, that we use as far as insignia, man. So that's going to be huge for UCLA. And it's going to be dope because that powder blue and yellow is going to be dope with the Jordan brand, man. So it's good, man. Big deal. Huge, huge deal, man. For sure, Florida State, really. Maybe That's all right, maybe you, you just y'all need you a just wait. Help. You just yeah. wait. Enjoy, enjoy, man. You enjoy.
1: Enjoy. Enjoy. All right.
0: enjoy. I've been in the project for 10 years. The project lives, enjoy it. Enjoy this project, living, enjoy. Enjoy. Project. <laughs> project <laughs> living dog. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, my boy got a hashtag and everything 11 <laughs> Eyesman. Hey, man, I love it, man. Hey, man, hey, man. let's go to second <laughs> half, man. Let's, right. second right, half. let's do it. Let's do it.
2: The second half is underway. Full
0: sport press. Second half, the 2020 NBA season preview show, episode 347. Before we get started, I am Jay hope It's your boy, Big Jeff.
2: It's your man, Coach lot.
0: Like it feels like the NBA was barely gone at this point. What, a week, two ago? A month it, ago? It was. Yeah, I'm sure. The NBA finals were less than two months ago, and training camps around the league are open. Preseason started tonight. About to begin the first stage of that opening as well. In less than two weeks, the NBA will begin the 2020-21 NBA season. For real, it's nuts, man. With the 21 NBA season less than two weeks ago, two weeks away, it is time for us to hand out some preseason NBA award predictions and see how they play out throughout the year. This is always fun, man. The first question, is the superstar most likely to be traded? Not named James Harden. Not named James Harden, guys let's get
1: it. well not named james harden no nah. <laughs> i'll say it's a toss up to me between ben simmons and kevin love kevin love has to be traded at this point i don't understand what's the what's the hold up like he's been on this list at least 2 years like so 3 this is 3 right here so kevin love has to be But ben simmons to me if it doesn't work you got to pull the plug on this early like early. You can't go through another whole season with them not working and wasting MB for, you know, we don't want to see the decline of MB. That's going to hit quick, I think. So we got to take advantage of this when he got a chance. So me, Kevin Love, or Ben Simmons. I
2: definitely had Kevin Love. It was rumblings of him being traded or Colin Sexton trying to, they were trying to get a lot and get him out of there, but people are wanting too much for him. But, they're rebuilding in Cleveland. They're going young, so you got to get Kevin Love out there to get some more young pieces to start over because if you don't, you're going to be stuck with him, D.G., and Colin Sexton, and it's going to be hard to make that work. So you got to get Kevin Love out there and get him traded to get young and start over.
0: I like that. Kevin Love was my pick for the last two years. Still is there. He signed an extension the first year I told him he was going to get traded. Still's there. It's just crazy. Um, my pick is Rudy Gobert. He's eligible for a max contract. Seems more than likely Utah won't extend him now. It's quite possible. it's the reason why he's probably the most overrated player in the NBA because you can't run any sets through a guy that was your defensive player of the year back to back and should have been an all-star until he cried. Um, I still believe that Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell, they pretty much put their attention behind from last season, but also not convinced that, Donovan Mitchell cares if he goes or stays. So if you can get him some additional help and, you know, find another way to get you know some people in there that can play alongside him, not named Rudy Gobert, he'll be fine, man. I just don't – I can't see Utah giving him a max contract. I don't think he's worth it at this stage of his career for sure. Most overrated player in the NBA. Preseason pick, fellas, who you got?
1: Well, you took my person with Rudy Gobert simply because – his style of play is becoming extinct. So I won't take the low hanging fruit with Luka Dunkich because Dunkish, excuse me, because people are saying he's getting, he's getting fourth player. He's the fourth best player in the league, according to ESPN, which is insane, insane. So I will say Rudy Gobert with honorable mention to Chris That's Porzingis.
2: All right. You don't like the math, Jeff. Okay. Uh, my player is Al Horford. Al Horford was a gem in Boston. Since he gave tough defense, he made his hustle every night. He was also good shooting from the outside and could stretch the floor as a center. But now he's slowed down, but he's still getting them checks. And this is really why I have him as overrated. He's 34 years old, and he's the highest paid player on the Thunder roster. With the contract that stretches over the next three seasons where he's gonna get 27 and a half million, 27 million, and 26 and a half million in them three years. That ain't overrated. I don't know what it is.
0: Jeff, I can't believe you just dog Luca and KP like that. Um, I didn't
1: dog Luca. No, I, I know like that's just personal. That's personal, that's, that's not personal.
0: Not. Just know, just keep that same energy about Luca. My most overrated player is Kyrie Irving. I kicked off the show saying how much I hate him and I'm going to keep that same energy throughout the rest of his NBA career like I do with everybody else. He's just, man, suited to be a sidekick player. I don't think he can lead a team anywhere but to hell. He has the it factor to sell a sneaker. He has the it factor to be a great player alongside an exceptional player, and that's just Kyrie Irving. He can't lead a team. He needs a bigger name beside him. If not, he would just be Steve Francis. It's just, it's just, you say. What about franchise. The, yeah, not nah, franchise? What about the most underrated player going into the
1: preseason, man? Who you guys got? I got Shea Gilders Alexander. I think we're about to see a star emerge this year with that kid right there, and people are not ready for it. That he's not on he's not on a lot of people's radar. But by the time we do this show at the end and we see what how he emerges, Shea Gilders Alexander. I'm gonna go with my guy Markel
2: Fultz. People still don't believe in him. His three-point shot is yet to get where he needs to be and get back to like it was in Washington, but he's adapted by acquiring a great mid-range game. Between three to 10 feet from the basket, he's shooting 42% from the field. On long two-pointers from farther than 16 feet, he's shooting over 46%. And those are increases of 13 and 21% from the 2018-2019 season. He shared point guard duties with DJ Augustine during his time at the Magic, but now Augustine is getting a little old. So, folks is going to start getting most of those minutes, and we're going to see why Markel Fox was the number one pick.
0: Damn right, Coach. You're damn right. Uh, and I didn't want to be a homer, but, you know, I got a lot of awards to give Markel Fox preseason picks. My preseason pick with most underrated player is Seth Curry. He's criminally underrated done an amazing job turning himself into the perfect role player in today's NBA. And he, I think he's just scratching the surface and, you know, he's shooting 45% from three, which is better than Steph Curry. Hello. Right. Now, considering the fact that he now plays for his father-in-law, it's a lot of pressure now, but I think he'll still roll the most underrated player award going into the mid season. Check back with me for sure. <laughs> Good call, Jeff. Uh, next award is the first-time All-Star, preseason pick, and why?
1: Got Ja Morant. And with Russ going east, with the with Memphis being a borderline uh, playoff team last year, ja, and Ja being the face of their franchise already, John ja Morant is going to be a first-time All-Star this year.
2: Jeff, since you didn't say it, I'm going to say it. It's going to be Zion Williamson. Outside of him possibly winning the popular vote, he played well in the nights of games. He was on the floor, averaging 23 points, 6.8 rebounds, 2.2 assists on 58.9% field goal for shooting and 46% from the three, which was shocking. He'll be only be on TV more and he'll get better, which should put him in an all-star uniform. So look for Zion to be a first time all-star.
0: Can't believe it. Everybody picked was different. That's crazy. I didn't I knew that Jeff was gonna pick Zion, and I knew you were gonna pick this guy, Coach, Jamal Murray. He was one of the standout stars of the Denver Nuggets um, bubble season, man. So although he's young, he added a little bit more assist to his game. His significant improvement throughout the bubble, man, is going to lead to an all-star selection. The tip to be a dark horse in the West with the Denver Nuggets again this year. If he can just replicate that performance in the bubble, he's most definitely a, uh, a shoe-in for a first-time all-star appearance for sure.
1: Coach on the hot seat, preseason pick and why? Scott Brooks of the Washington Wizards, they've gotten worse each year he's been there so far. And you bring in Russell Westbrook, hey, man, I'm not trying to bring up old stuff. But that didn't really work to me the last time this, this duo was together. But, you know, there's that. But even adding on Russ and with Bill being healthy and, you know, drafting young uh, Danny, a lot of pressure on Scott Brooks. Just saying.
2: I'm going to go with Luke Walton. He hasn't done well with the team that was looking promising before he got there. His changing of the lineups and constant inconsistencies is what's damaging the Kings. Last year before Walton became the new head coach, the Kings were up and coming team with young talent offensive. The Kings took a step back and their top players were healthy during this time. They already saying Walton does these unique lineups and they don't work. The Kings need a coach that develops players and runs an efficient offense that complements Aaron Fox. He might get another year, but the frustrating thing that's showing in Sacramento, I could see Luke being out of there.
1: I was the, the head of the Luke Walton fan club when he got that job. I thought that was a shoe in for the playoffs. Whoo,
0: boy. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And now he couldn't even get Buddy Hill, Bogdanovich, on the phone. They won't even answer his phone calls. It's rough. That's um, crazy. Trouble. That's, that's nuts. My pick is Ryan Saunders, Minnesota Timberwolves. I think the Timberwolves feeling the pressure to kind of keep Carl Anthony Towns happy. At 34 years old, he's the youngest coach in the league, despite having a decade of experience coaching under his dad, still learning on the job, man. I'm just worried that the T-Wolves management might not have the patience to kind of see it through with this club. You just got the number one overall pick, Anthony Edwards. Got a par ways with Scott Layden this month, so... Maybe the writing on the wall that Ryan Saunders is next for sure.
1: Defensive Player of the Year. Who's your preseason pick? And why, Jeff? Young Bam Adebayo. I. It just it's right there for him. Like after his bubble performance, even his performance going into the bubble, like it's right there for him to make that next step up for that kid. Man, it's fun to watch on the defensive end that block he had in the bubble at the rim. That says it all. That's that's a lasting moment that he had. So give me Bam bio. Seems like I
2: go with this guy every year, but it's because he plays so well on the defensive end. He finished second in voting this past season after averaging 2.3 blocks per game. He continues to go on multiple positions, and they pass on him every year. But I think this would be the year that he would finally take this award home, and I'm going to go with Anthony Davis of the Los Angeles Lakers.
0: I love AD. I had AD only got damn 14 votes last year for the damn defensive player of the year award. That's a damn shame. Um... I think I'm gonna go with Bam, man. Just Bam. Just during that playoff run, he was a key player on both sides of the floor, but he led the team as far as a defensive presence, man. Good rim protector, like Jeff mentioned. Athletic big, able to stay with guards. So can AD. So if his defensive game continues to improve and they kind of get you know, voter fatigue for Giannis Antetokounmpo, which they should have did uh, this year and gave it to Anthony Davis, they give it to a, uh, to Bam. AD hadn't got one Defensive Player of the Year award though, man. So, might be time for him as well. It's tough. That's
2: the travesty too. Travesty.
0: Yeah, it's a damn shame. Rookie of the Year. Who's your preseason pick and why, Jeff?
1: Not gonna do it. I know what you're thinking, but no. Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin is gonna be the rookie of the year. From day one, he's gonna be asked to do a lot for that team, and he's gonna put up numbers. Obi Topp is going to be here. We're good at
2: For a lot of that same reason, I have this guy people know as James Wiseman. He'll be playing with the Warriors, a team that's coming back from an injured play year and will be thrown right into the fire. And he's going to make immediate contributions to that team that will probably be a playoff team. With Clay being out, they're going to call him to do a little more scoring than maybe they thought he would need to do. But he's going to contribute to a team that's going to have a winning record and a playoff team. So I'm going to go with James Wiseman.
0: Yeah, man. The Warriors have been missing the center since their start of their playoff run. But I got to go with somebody that I don't even think is a good basketball player. And it's Obi Toppin, man. He'll have the eyes of New York on him, going eighth overall to the Knicks. Well rounded offensive game. Just, I watched him play, man. And Obi Toppin is just one of those players that's going to average 16-10 and 10 in the NBA. And that's going to be enough to win rookie of the year this year because everybody else is going to be in a situation where they can't get shots. And Obi Toppin is going to have to find a way to play defense. He's a very, very bad defensive player. But if he can figure out a way to get 16-10 and 10, like I think he'll get, it's his win, man, for sure.
2: And just think, you didn't believe in him.
0: No, I, I still don't believe in him. Wait, 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 wait. I don't believe in O.B. Toddman. Okay, Jaleel Okafor run rookie of the year. Michael Carter
1: Williams won rookie of the year. Those True. were some bad years. Like, this is a bad year. <laughs> <I> know, <laughs> no, no, no. Nah, you got
2: Wise, you got Elwood. Come on, man. We got
1: Melo. We got Melo. It's a bad year, fellas. I see nobody pick Melo.
0: Uh Most no, improved he was, he was, player. Who's <laughs> he
1: your preseason pick, Jeff? Most improved player. For everything Coach Locke said for underrated player, my most improved player coming into this year is going to be Markel Fultz. What? He's he's about to make that leap forward and do everything we – I think all of us thought going into the league before the mental thing happened, the yips happened. We're going to get to see something special in Orlando this year. Markel Fultz.
2: Hey, Jeff, this is going to sound crazy, but I have the same exact guy that you had in that other award, Shea Gillies Alexander. With CP3 gone, he'll become the sole point guard lead on the team. He was able to study under CP3 for half this season, and he learned how to run the show. He will increase his stacks because he learned from CP3, and he's going to have more time and more involvement, and his stacks will increase this season. So I went with SGA.
0: Look at that, man. Um, I, You know, I think Mark Fultz is going to be great this year, but I'm going with Colin Sexton, man. Over his last 24 games, he averaged nearly 25 points of context. That's nuts, man, and shot 45% from three. And it's looking like if they can finally get rid of Kevin Love, the offense will be the primary scorer. It's Colin Sexton, dude. So he'll have the opportunity to improve on that. those crazy, gaudy numbers that we saw at the end of last year, though. So um, I just hope that he's still there because I think they're going to make some trades before the season starts, for sure. Moving on to the next award, the sixth man of the year. Who's your preseason pick and Jeff?
1: Carmelo Anthony. He's going to lead that second unit, put buckets up. He's going to embrace this role. I see Carbello being special for Portland in a a smaller role than he had to play last year with Ad Covington, with Derrick Jones Jr. at the four. Give me Melo. I'm going to
2: go with Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder's impressed the last few seasons, and with him going to the Lakers, he will have more scoring opportunities playing with LeBron James and AD because they're going to be getting so much attention. He's going to get those open looks. Once again, we will see the fingerprints of CP3 rubbing off on Dennis. He learned a lot from Y and OKC also. So I'm going to go with Dennis Schroeder.
0: I got Melo, man. Kind of helps in the situation. He's 37 years old. You got Derrick Jones, Jr. You got Rob Covington, who's going to get a lot of minutes as well. He's going to come off the bench, provide that spark plug as far as scoring. There's no doubt that he can go over 20 points a night. I think it'll be right around 18 or 19. Lou's done it, what, three times? And he's not in the same playing field as far as a score as Carmelo Anthony at any age. So I think Melo will add this to his resume as a six man of the year, man. It'll be great to see. Coach of the year, preseason pick and wide, Jeff.
1: Here's where you're going to see a trend here. Terry Stotts, Portland. This is going to be a year for Portland, but I'll talk about that a little bit later. Terry Stotts is going to put together a magical run with the, with the Trailblazers this year.
2: I'm going to go with Rick Carlisle with the Mavs. We saw what the Mavs were capable of doing before Luke and Pazengas got injured in the bubble. The Unicorn won't be ready for the start of the season, but Luke will be able to pick up where he left off and hold it down until he can get back, and the Mavs will be one of the best teams in the league, so I'm going to go with Rick Carlisle.
1: Of course he won't be ready to start the season.
0: (laughs) Uh, That was low-hanging fruit, Jeff. Uh, My preseason pick, eh, Steve Nash. What? He comes into one of the best situations I know as a coach with KD. Got shit to do with Kyrie. Add that to the fact that the Nets were 7C last year. This team will improve drastically. Being at the competition to win in the East is going to be a little bit more favorable in their way. So I got Steve Nash winning coach of the year this year. I don't like it, but it's going to happen. Most valuable player
1: in the NBA. Who's your preseason pick and why, Jeff? I want to hear this shit. He's actually can Rap. They call him Logo Lillard. They say Dame time. MVP of the bubble. Now he's MVP of the regular season. Dame Lillard.
2: Like that, Jeff. Let's go, Dame Dallas. Let's go. Uh, I have Luca though. I won't go with the typical three that's always at the top because I think we're going to see a little voters fatigue. You know, they can, LeBron is going through it. Now Giannis is going to go through it. So, you know, I think this will be the time he helped Dallas make it to the playoffs in one of the most efficient off-seasons ever we've seen as a team. He's already established himself as a household name. He's going to be at the forefront of the next generation of these players. So I'm going to go with Luca Doncic from the Dallas Mavs.
0: Luke is the future of the NBA, man. and But the future may already be here now. I like that, coach. 21 years old is a killer. I'm going with KD right here, man. Over the past three years, KD was never genuinely involved in the MVP conversation because he was on a what, Jeff?
1: A super duper team.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but he was deserving of a lot of those awards that he didn't get and uh, even thought of getting any of those awards. But now he's the He's the head of the snake, man, and I think that he can lead them to the promised land, not necessarily to win a championship because, you know, MVPs don't win championships in the NBA. So with Durant running the show, I think he can elevate this team to one of the premier contenders in the Eastern Conference, man. With that time being off, he worked on some things uh, defensively, tried to find some ways to score a little easier. And I think, man, this is the year for KD, man. Bounce back year for sure. Let's move on to some rapid fire. We're here with some projections for how the season will play out for each division's projected winner and through the NBA Finals. We'll start off with the Eastern Conference, the Atlantic Division. Last year, the Raptors won. Who's your preseason pick and why, fellas?
1: Boston. Just talent-wise. It's got, it's got to happen sooner or later. It's just, it just has to happen. So give me Boston.
2: I agree, Jeff. It's Boston. They figured it out. They're playing well together. And Jason Tatum is emerging into the star player that they need him to be and that we knew he would be. So I'm going with Boston also.
0: Sure, yeah. I got Boston as well. They lost a little bit of star power, a little bit of star power with Gordon Hayward, but um, always been scrappy. Good. I think they'll have a top seed for sure in the Eastern Conference. Uh, Central Division
1: winner. Last year, the Bucks won preseason pick white Whitefellas. I'm sticking with the Bucs. I think they're regretting doing the Drew Holiday trade simply because now you can get James Harden for probably the same amount of money you spent on Drew Holiday. But, you know, whatever.
2: Yeah, got to go with the Bucs, man. Nobody in that division can stop Giannis. And other teams have not made enough moves to dethrone them. So you got to stay with the Bucs.
0: Yep, I'm sticking with the Bucs here as well. Second consecutive season, man. They they came up short by Jeff's guy, Giannis Andrzej Cucumpo. If the Bucs fell again, man, they should be sinking for sure. Southeast Division winner. Last year, the Miami Heat won. Preseason pick wide Wildfellas.
1: Atlanta Hawks. What? sped up season going to favor the young team. Going to favor a young team. Atlanta Hawks.
2: Miami will win this, man. They'll build off last year's success, keep improving. The Wizards, though, watch out for the Wizards. They will make it close, but their lack of chemistry initially will haunt them and cause them to come up a little short. So I'm going to go with the Heat.
0: Jeff, you ought to be ashamed of your damn self. Yeah, you. Walk my sh- words. You'll be ashamed. that's the same shit with the Saints you picked last year. It was the Falcons? It was the Falcons? It was the Falcons? It's the damn Falcons. It's Falcons. The same Falcons. shit. Falcons. The same division. I also
1: picked Lamar Jackson for MVP.
0: Same shit. Called that it. was two years ago. It was two seasons ago. <laughs> it wasn't MVP. You didn't call MVP. You said most breakout player. Yeah, break
1: play.
0: come on. See there, you go with the cap. <laughs> there it is. You tried to slide <laughs> some cap in there. Kevin Oh. <laughs> uh, I got the Wizards winning this, man. I think the Heat didn't have enough time to, <laughs> to get rest. They just played that, <laughs> last, that team older, man. That team older. Gogi not ready. You know what I'm saying? That team's older. So, yeah, I got the Wizards winning this division for sure. Moving on to the Western Conference, the Northwest Division. The Nuggets won last year. Who's your preseason pick and why, fellas?
1: Dame time, Portland.
2: Damn right, Jeff. Portland. Denver will be in the running, but I think the loss of Grant is going to hurt them more than they think it will, and a healthy Portland will be at the top of this division.
0: Yeah, the Blazers reloaded their roster, man, competing for the regular season. I think they'll sit among the top, but now I got my eye on them. Now I got to throw them some shade for the rest of the year, for sure. If I'd have known them been that much damn love, I sure not the hell would have picked the Nuggets. Uh, the Pacific Division
1: winner, the Lakers won last year. Who's your preseason pick and why? Uh, Steph got something to prove. GSW.
2: Wow, surprise. Got to go with the Lakers, though. Golden State will be back in contention, but the Lakers have proved to be too much. The Clippers are mistreads, and the Suns will be a surprise team to contend in that division, but they won't have enough. So the Lakers are still sit atop top of this division.
0: Yeah, I think the Lakers as well. LeBron take a couple of nights off, do some low management during the season, but they added enough depth around him, getting two six-man-of-the-year contacts right there just to play through um, the dog days of LeBron. So I got the Lakers. Southwest division winner. Rockets won last year. Who's your
1: pick and why, Jeff? It's a toss-up, man. I went back and forth about this all day long between the Mavs or the Pelicans. What? But I'm going to go with the Pelicans. What?
2: <laughs> Got to go with the Mavs, man. This would be the Lucas show. Rockets will be working on chemistry, and other teams are still young. So I'm going to go with the Mavs.
0: Oh, man. If Dallas were able to secure a uh, fifth seed in the Western Conference or higher, Luca's going to win MVP. So for that reason, I'm sticking with the Mavs for sure. He needs Porzingis to get back as soon as possible, though. Eastern Conference Finals. Last year was the Heat versus Celtics. Who's so your preseason pick and why? Brooklyn
1: versus boston
2: i think this is the year that the bucks finally figure it out so i'm gonna go boston and milwaukee
0: i have 76ers versus the knicks moving on to the western conference last year nuggets versus the lakers preseason pick. why
2: nuggets versus blazers give me lakers versus mavs
0: Oh, I see why you can't pick no damn gas money, house money games, man. Lakers, Burgesses, Clippers, man. We finally get to see it, man. God damn, boy. You should be ashamed of yourself, Jeff. NBA Finals. Last what year, Lakers versus Heat.
1: Who you got? What should I tell you. Boston versus Denver.
2: I'm going Lakers versus Boston. Go taking it back to the old rivalry.
0: I got Lakers versus Nets. Yeah. And Kyrie is gonna Kyrie. Kyrie's gonna Kyrie. This is all predicated off Kyrie and them not completely blowing up by game 37. It's gonna Which happen. I think it's hundred percent. It's gonna, gonna happen.
2: happen. It's gonna yeah. happen. Oh, yeah, gonna that, happen. that Kyrie shit gonna get on, on KD's oh. nerve, and that shit gonna
0: go by the wayside. Oh my god, yeah. So if that's the case, give me the 76ers for sure. Mm. Hey man, mm. the NBA season's in full swing, man. We're here yeah. to, you know, mean to do this, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Jeff, and I know what you be doing. No, no, no. You let <laughs> your hatred mess up your picks, and in turn, we circle back at the end of the year. We be like, Jeff, that was a bad. Just game. said,
1: <laughs> I just said Steph's gonna win their
0: division. No, 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 no. I get that. You said the damn Nuggets versus
1: the damn Blazers in the finals, bro. They've played, they played two consecutive years in the finals, in the playoffs.
0: First off, both of those in a conference with Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Luka Doncic, ain't no damn way the Nuggets beating any of them in the seven-game series.
1: Answer me this. Coach Like anybody, answer me this. Have one of those teams not made the conference finals the last two years? Yeah. Thank you. It'll happen. It can happen. <laughs> it will happen. They, they, they both are right – but Michael Porter Jr. growing another year. Still got Joker. Still got Murray. Then you got Dame. I would love you to see Dame. Let's go, you got Dane. Dane. You got Covington. You got McCullum. That's it. And you got chemistry in a short season. Chemistry matters more than anything.
0: Just watch out for the Mavericks.
1: He can't stay healthy. They gonna get some pieces.
0: Watch them. Watch, they, watch they mess around and get Kevin Love someday. I'm gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> then the that man. changes the
1: game. If you trade Porzingis for Ooh. Kevin Love right now, that changes everything. Or Or
0: the rumor is that Blake finna go play with CP and them.
2: At Phoenix,
1: what they gonna give up? That's what. That's what I'm saying.
2: Man, listen. If they get Blake Griffin and you got CP three running that with him
1: and Devin Book on that wing, ooh, you gotta keep Aiden though. You gotta keep. Oh, you gotta keep Aiden. You gotta gotta keep keep aiden.
2: Aiden. Yes. Jesus, that's gonna be, that's gonna be the damn uh Los Angeles Clippers all look 2.0. 2.0, man. is DeAndre Jordan, Blake is Blake, but yeah. they got a two guard. The Clippers but they got a wing that the
0: Clippers ain't never had, and his name is Book. And the boy name is Book. Hey, you hear me? Hey, listen, if that hey, shit happens, hey, this is my play. The window, keep it real though. This oh, is my go, play. Man. We got here Luca, we, go, we got Devin Booker, look, 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 look. Steph Curry's back. Yeah, you know I'm saying. You hear me? Nah, <laughs> Marquel Fultz back.
2: Hey, wait. Right, hey, now, then, listen. Hold on. Now, my players ain't no shabby either. Now, yeah. Jamal Murray. I got Jamal Murray. You got Dang. Fultz, dang.
0: Darren Fox. Hey, <laughs> and then Jeff Lasare. <laughs> Trey,
1: Trey Young would be an MVP consideration.
0: Hey, book Hey, it. Jeff. They they rank the top. 352 point guards as far as defense in the NBA. I guess where Trey Young landed.
1: He definitely was 300 or lower. He was 352. <laughs> that, that, <boy> <laughs> that does not surprise me. Boy, boy, listen. Boy, he boy, just man. run down he just run down the court. He, on, he, on, he, just, he yeah. just out there. Nah, oh, oh, man. Who, that's Going to
2: fun. Be five on five.
1: But he gonna average 35 though. Oh, you gonna put 35 on your yeah. nose
0: now. Yeah. Trust and believe that. Gonna do that. I needed all those last. That's another episode, man. Don't forget to sign up for the newsletters available. Don't forget to uh, come through on the FSP page. Check us out every week. YouTube.com slash Sport Press. Subscribe. You know what I'm saying? Give us a thumbs up. All of that, man. We appreciate everybody. We got some big stuff coming up. (laughs) Anything else when we get out of here, fellas?
1: Wear masks. Oh
2: fleas.
0: Hey, come on,
2: man. What a you know
0: mess. Come on, man. What a mess. What a mess. Stay, Stay home. Stay home. Hey, above your nose. I be seeing people they mad, mad like this. Hey, where that shit on, <laughs> man. Hey, where that shit anyway. Twins with the questions throughout the week of full sport press. Don't forget to comment. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down on the YouTube page, on the iTunes page. Please rate and subscribe. But more importantly, don't forget to tell a friend.
1: To tell a friend. To
2: tell a friend
0: coach lot get a drummers song Jeff camera's always on brother the revolution will be podcast we are out <laughs> with last week's games in the books it's time to place wages for the upcoming week of sports there's no better way of being a part of the game like action 24/7s app the official sports booking site for the full
1: sport press podcast. Get into the game right from your couch. It's pretty simple. Just download the Action 24 7 app, create your profile, and use code FSP100. That's code FSP100. Only the Action 24
2: 7 app. Eligibility restriction applied. See action247.com for more details. Remember, game responsibly for promotional use only.
0: Everything paid
2: for. <laughs>